0: The following podcast is part of the 6040 Network.
1: Hello and welcome to Everything Small Business, your shortcut to start, build, manage, and grow your small business. I'm Spencer, and in today's episode, I'm sitting down with Kyle Tillman, owner and creative director at Tillman Creative Co. As part of our mini-series called Share Your Small Business Story. In this episode, Kyle shares his journey from designing at Billabong to starting his own creative agency, his involvement with the local creative community, including presenting at industry talks and workshops, and insight into his signature style which has been the foundation of his creative business. Carl, it's great to have you on the show. Welcome to Everything Small Business. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here. It is a pleasure to have you here. I have actually wanted to do this for a little while, but your schedule's been busy. (laughs) So it's good to have you on board. We have had the pleasure of working together before, so I do know a little bit of how you work, which is great, and I'm looking forward to everyone else hearing about it. But I guess first, maybe we should give everyone a bit of a background about Tillman Creative Co.
0: Yeah. So I suppose a little bit of background about me. My name's Kyle, but it's spelled K-I-E-L, which is really weird and people sort of freak out at that. I still get emails that is like K-E-I-L and I still talk to clients that I've had for years that they kind of just skim my name because <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to pronounce it. But yeah, my name's Kyle. I live here on the Gold Coast down in the beautiful Corumban. I've been on the coast for about 22 years. I came up here straight after school to study graphic design which is, yeah, I did one year diploma at the good old Queensland Institute of Graphic Art where we only had two days on the computers. The rest was all like hand drawing images, hand type. Which uh, is how it should be. Yeah, so I feel like that at the time as an 18-year-old, I was like, well, what's going on? <laughs> Why can't we use computers, man? But now I think that's like helped me a lot. Like That's set me up to have the career that i do because i still use a lot of you know hand-drawn elements and i get into i always sketch everything out first as well yeah so i think that set me up that is i didn't know
1: that actually that is interesting because i think that probably has set you up a bit because it's very much illustrative and original and hand-drawn and sketched and
0: yeah for sure i still like just you know sketch layouts with pencil on on paper like most of the time I can't even tell what the hell I've just drawn, but I can kind of it's it's more like just getting the shapes and the layout right first and then I can take that into the computer. Yeah, so that's how I started here on the coast and then straight after that, I went to a place called Fastproof Press, which is a big offset printer, which I learned a lot there. I learned the value of spell check when it comes to <laughs> printing. I learned that probably more than once, which, Just blame my dyslexia for that one. And after that, I got a job at Billabong, which was, I was actually in the garment design area. So I was like 19 over there. I had like long black hair, like a little goth boy. And um, probably
1: worn your bodies at some point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I still see people wearing stuff that I designed and I haven't been there for like 12 years. So yeah. Yeah. But I was there for like almost eight years and sort of worked my way up to being senior men's. Garment designer, predominantly doing the denim jean range and the walk short range. So I have done a lot of repeat patterns, yeah, mainly camos. Yeah, and after that, I just I kind of got a bit sick of that because there wasn't much diversity. Plus, you know, Billabong was starting to go downhill a little bit there. That's when you know, the surf industry really started struggling with.
1: So Billabong, they bought, went out and bought a heap of shops, didn't they?
0: Yeah, and and they also, like the GFC affected them a lot. But then I think the main thing that kind of killed a lot of that surf industry was like the fast fashion that was coming out because the surf industry had such a slow turnaround. Like we were working on stuff 12 to 18 months you know, before it was in store. Yeah. And then, like, you know, it's places like Cotton On and JJ's and H&M and all those brands come out and they're just, like, pumping out styles within, like, two months it's in store. So, you know, it really, really hurt the surf industry, I think. Yeah. And then it kind of lost its way. It didn't really hold on to what it was and it just started chasing that those fashion styles and everything. Came reactive instead of proactive. Pretty much, yeah. So... I kind of saw the writing on the wall. Plus there was, I know the exact time when I was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. Sorry, can we swear? Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I open up this file. I had to do this new denim walk short, you know, massive long denim walk short with a huge logo up the side. I'm like, oh, shit, how am I going to polish this turd for this season? So I opened up last year's file and the date on the spec sheet was the exact same date, but a year before. before yeah. And then I was just like, oh, no, I'm just, this is like Groundhog Day. I'm just doing the same stuff. I'm just yeah. rehashing the same shit, you know. It got to a point like I would have one or two styles within the range where I could kind of be like, all right, this is the direction we should be going. This is like you actually had a bit of creative um, freedom for it. Yeah. And then they're the ones that always ended up in the freaking sour racks <laughs> or the discount stores. People just wanted the big brand They just, yeah, yeah. So a mate of mine who I worked with at Fast Proof Press, he had his own digital printing business called Potato Press. He was just moving out of his garage into an act- a big shed, not far from where we're recording right now actually, and he's like, "God, oh, do you want to come work with me? I'm like, yeah, sweet, let's do it. It was like a massive leap because, you know, big corporate company,
1: into a small business into
0: a tiny little business is me him and one other guy just in this big shed no you know,
1: procedures yeah nothing and everything.
0: so I was like my role I don't even know what my role there was really but it was you know I was running big wide format digital printing machines yeah I was answering calls I was doing quotes I was doing design and then they got a, a laser cutter laser like apprenticeship in small business pretty much mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. yeah and then they got a laser machine so I was like running this machine and then that's where you know Rod basically who's the owner he basically was like well we got this machine i don't want to do like little trinkets and like i don't want to etch names on pens and shit like that i want to do really cool mm. stuff with this so he was basically like you know go for it see what you can do so that's nice. when i was starting to etch we were etching on timber skateboards and i was
1: gonna say i remember the skate deck yeah in the office
0: yeah yeah, yeah exactly basically had free reign for that and that's when i started drawing and basically creating art again yeah. and then i was doing art shows did like solo show in melbourne and up here on the gold coast and so i was doing lots of really intricate layered timber artworks which is really cool because the processes that i sort of
1: like cutting different layers yeah, we, and then building yeah. them up sort of thing yeah nice.
0: yeah it's like very different to what i do now but yeah same kind of principles you know but throughout that i suppose having that free reign to be able to create artwork The processes that I sort of came up with to develop the artworks is what we kind of then turned into products. Yeah. So we ended up doing a lot of trophies and awards. So we're like laser cut acrylic and layer them. And yes, basically one of the first ones that was really kind of kick things off was the SBIA awards. It's like the surf board sports industry awards. So we designed like this wave, or I designed this wave um trophy which they actually still use today and that was like it was like 3d and yeah it was really intricately layered but then at the end of the day it was quite simple but it looked like really yeah tech yeah and that sort of came out of yeah the artworks i was creating then we just turned it into a product and then once people sort of started seeing that it's like
1: and the potential that was it, I mean, yeah. yeah
0: so yeah i was at potato press for about eight years or what, again and throughout that time yeah just sort of helped build that business and now the guys have an office in the u.s and yeah, do lots of work like they work with nasa and disney and wow all these cool companies doing all these custom awards for them and yeah they do a lot of other sort of stuff but it's all really unique yeah and yeah like you said it was a bit of apprenticeship in running a small business yeah and unfortunately like the freedom that Rod gave me to create all these artworks and stuff started, I suppose, my solo career as a creative. Yeah. And then, yeah, I started doing part-time my own thing and then part-time potato press. And it kind of just got to a point where it was like, all right. We sat down and was like, what's going to happen? <laughs> so, it was either shit or get off the pot. Yeah. So, that's when Tim Co went full-time, which was nice. as of like two days ago. That was five years ago. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, it's basically... It's 2 and Creative Code's fifth birthday. Fifth birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks, mate. Yeah. So there you go. That's the history of me, I suppose.
1: That's awesome. There's a lot there. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, it definitely explains, I guess. Well, not explains, but, like, it comes across in the work nowadays. Yeah. You see a lot of, I don't know, some of the new people, I guess, coming through in the design space. It's more computer-focused, I guess. Yeah. But I actually did something very similar my first job was in a print shop as well, mm. doing sort of typesetting. But then I went downstairs and started making the plates and ended up yeah. on a press. Yeah. But I think that's invaluable for designers because they don't know, you know, they come out of uni now and they don't really know how that design, like you can design something, but how are you going to create it, how are you going to reproduce it, how are those colours going to work and mm. the stocks and papers and everything else that happens after they do that. Yeah. If they don't have that experience, I was, often wonder how they thought process behind it because that's a massive part of it yeah i reckon but
0: and like i still design in cmyk because i'm like well that's good but you know not much of my stuff gets printed anymore but like you know bianca my employee is just like i don't know how you design in cmyk i don't know how you design rgb without it yeah (laughs) Because the
1: worst thing would be that you design something, looks fantastic, the client's like, I love that. Can you do some, I don't know, T-shirts or posters yeah. or print something? Yeah. And then the printed product, you know, won't look the same. You can't get the, I guess, greens or oranges and things like that. Yeah. So that that's awesome. That's a, yeah, great leading to starting your business. Yeah. I guess what was the biggest reason in wanting to go solo, like to yeah. start and like to have that more freedom and to chase other things
0: yeah I think it was like there was opportunities coming up which it would have been hard to do part-time yeah especially with the mural stuff because it is they can be quite time-consuming and it be a bit tricky it's like oh, I'll do two days this week and two days next week it's yeah. like kind of disjointed yeah a lot of it had to do with momentum too like it was just starting to kick off yeah. so you need to be there 110%. yeah it wasn't like yeah like it was a shit time like second child had just been born <laughs> yeah. we had no i had no backup no money backup sometimes like, that's
1: the motivation though to well that's keep true you going
0: yeah and then oh man those first two years made so many mistakes yeah stuffed up all my tax yeah yeah it was painful yeah <laughs> and like it's still hard but it's a lot easier now yeah. And like I even look at like what I was charging for like logos back then and it was like shit, just like I'm basically at another zero now. Yeah. For the same sort of thing. But it's
1: hard at the time, I mean, isn't it, to know how to price. Cause yeah. if you come from a job almost and I can't remember what I used to get paid, but it wasn't like huge yes. amounts. And then you go out on yourself and you kind of double it and you go, Wow, that's like heaps more than what I was getting. Mm. But then you're not factoring in Anything, materials and the taxman wants his cut mm-hmm. and everyone seems to get a cut yeah. before you get your bit out of it. So you're usually working for less.
0: Yeah, that's right. And like you got to factor in, it's like, well, you're not at the desk working for eight hours a day. No. You're working for about maybe four hours. Yep. And the rest is all like admin you Know you've yeah. got to try and get other work working on your own website, like that's yeah. a lot more taking that's- phone calls, all that stuff, doing podcasts, podcasts. <laughs> yeah,
1: wearing 10 hats, isn't it? Definitely, yeah, it is your sales, marketing, prospecting, admin, tags, yes. yeah. yeah, all that
0: sort of stuff. Janitor, Janitor, <laughs> CEO, yeah, <definitely. laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. You might sit at the top of the table, but you're definitely, I guess, getting out the emptying the bins and, oh, and yeah. vacuuming as well. So, yeah. awesome. So Maybe we'll let people know the services you provide to business. Yes. You just mentioned murals a couple of times, which yeah. anyone that lives on the Gold Coast and maybe elsewhere, maybe but definitely Brisbane. on the Gold Coast, yeah. Brizzy. Yeah, definitely, I don't know what, six months ago, if you were driving from the Gold Coast airport back into town and went past the Tugan supermarket mm-hmm. and saw the big welcome to the Gold Coast, that was massive.
0: Yeah. It's like
1: I don't know how big that would have been twenty was, meters by eight meters or something. It was, it huge. was
0: about twelve meters high, and that made, the main face was about twenty meters, but then it went all the way all around, around as well. Around, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: And if you gone to the brewery up in Helensville, Black Ops, yeah, the big one on the wall there. I'm sure a few people, if they visited the Gold Coast, would have gone to check out the brewery and would have seen that. Yeah. But I'll let you talk about them. I won't talk about them. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I know there's a lot of other smaller ones. People might not have even known. You know. Yeah. Pacific Fair Shopping Center if they park downstairs there?
0: Yeah. So there's one down in the car park at Pack Fair. And then there's also the um Foot Locker store, the whole facade of that one as well was me too. Wow. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Tim and Creative Co. basically, you know, we like to say that we build brands with pixels and paint. So the murals that. yeah the mural it sort of just came to us and was like oh fuck we got to use that
1: yeah that's yeah, perfect
0: because it just describes us perfectly because we're not just a mural artist because obviously my background's in design yeah and my employee bianca who's like an absolute legend she's a, a whiz with brand
1: which we know firsthand everything's small business but other business we were running the event before COVID kind of interfered the co-action project which Bianca did the branding for. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. was amazing. That looked awesome. And we will run that event. But, yeah, COVID was a little bit of a pain in the backside yeah. with events at that point in time. But we've experienced Bianca's work yeah. firsthand as well.
0: Yeah, and that was like one of the first ones that I was like, well, this one's yours. Go for it. I'll give yeah. you direction, like I'll help, but I won't do anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Turned out great. And yeah. especially having all the different elements and then all the different elements were also hand-drawn everything was mm. unique. Like it wasn't, you know, it, it yeah. was ours. Like yeah. when we eventually launch it properly, when you see it, you'll recognize it straight away.
0: And I think that's our biggest selling point is that nothing is stock. Like everything's created for that brand. Yeah. Like there's nothing that we sort of, you know, we don't get any stock elements from any like stock vector elements or anything like that. Everything's all created by hand. And I think that's one of our biggest selling points is because, you know, from the actual graphic elements within there, like the last four branding projects, we've done custom fonts for them. So, you know,
1: that's...
0: Yeah. So they get like a font suite, which is literally, you know, the name of their brand. Yeah. So, and it's just theirs. Like we don't sort of, we don't try and resell them or anything. We just find that that's what we want to be known for. We want to be known for like everything like just everything custom because I don't know, like I've been there, I've seen that generic sort of business side and those generic sort of design businesses. And, you know, you can literally like sign up to like design pickle and all those sorts of things where you get a monthly fee and you get unlimited design work. Like if that's the type of design that you want, then those are great businesses to get into. But if you want something that's really thought out, then we're the ones to come to
1: That's why I was excited with you guys doing the co-action project one, because that will be a big event and you don't want to launch something at that scale. It's going to take a bit of investment. And then there's something else that looks similar down the road, like it's got to be unique. So, and then, you know, if you get someone to throw something together and they've used stock somethings, whatever it is, the chance of seeing that again, you know, very similar on something else is pretty high
0: yeah yeah it is all those stock sort of things go in trends as well like yeah i think that's another big one we try not to follow trends too much obviously like colors and stuff like that they always sort of have a bit of a trend cycle but even then we try and do it a bit differently yeah yeah We try and mix it up a bit. Yeah. Keep it interesting.
1: Yeah. So with the unique designs, you can pretty much apply that to anything then that the business would want to represent their brand.
0: Yeah. I mean, it kind of says it in the name, like everything, pixels pixels and paint. Yeah. So we do everything from like full scale branding, which is not just logos and assets and stuff, but it's, you know, figuring out tone of voice. We've done a bunch of naming as well. So we kind of offer that the full scope of brand. And Tone
1: voice is important. I think people, yeah. they kind of skip over that. They get a visual thing done. Yeah. But there's still a lot of copy and there's still yeah. like people read. So, yeah. you know, that needs to come across the personality of the brand as well as what it looks like.
0: Yeah. Like taglines and stuff like that, I think they're all really important. And then, But, you know, we don't just say this is what you should say. It's more like we design a graphic for that tagline. Yeah. So, yeah, we keep it super fresh and interesting. Yeah. So not just, well, here's a name and copy. We kind of create design elements for them because then they can be used. And that's another big thing for us is that we want to create assets like visual assets for brands and businesses they're actually going to use. Yeah. A lot of the times now we offer basically like setting up templates and whether that's through Canva, like you can do a premium subscription to Canva. So we tell the clients, well, if you do this, we can set up the whole system for you. So within your Canva profile, you'll have all your colors, all your fonts, all your logo options, patterns, like we do borders, like everything, like any sort of asset that you need. So then whenever you go to create anything, for your business, it's all on brand and it's all going to look like Remove it's coming from you. the temptation
1: of someone to chuck in a new colour or they're just uh, like, oh, yep. it was green so I just chose this green that looked close. Yeah. No, that's not the right
0: green. And, you know, like the businesses we work with, like we work from, man, like it's such a vast range of like clients that we have yep. and some of them are you know, sort of like small operations. So they can't afford to come to us to e- for every little promo or anything that they want to do. So yeah. we make sure that we set them up so that they can actually do it themselves and then, you know, give them options. So we can just sort of give them all of the design assets, you know, that we create in Illustrator or, you know, the Adobe suite.
1: It might be hard for some people though. They probably That's need right. a bit of direction. and
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's so we always create, for the branding projects we always create a really comprehensive brand guide as well yeah just like usage just to make it really easy but then sometimes that can be really overwhelming as well so i think it's trying to keep it simple and usable the canva
1: Um, templates sound like a great idea yeah we do do something similar but it makes it easy it takes away the stress or Mm. the worrying it's just i need there's the colors they're already in there yeah that's our typeface you know so that solves half the problem
0: yeah and all the elements are there and we try and create a lot for a brand because you know we do have an option where if you want us to do a logo then we can just do a logo but we always (laughs) we always go above and beyond and create all these other shit for them as well
1: we want to make sure it looks good afterwards yeah that's right do something silly with it
0: yeah Yeah. but you know it also always comes down to the need like the need of the client yeah we never try and, like, push them into, no, you need a really comprehensive brand guide with, you know, tone of voice, you got to have everything explained in this thing, you know, and yeah. try and upsell them like that. Yeah. We always have a really close relationship with the client so we know what they need So and that comes out of, like, long discovery sessions with them, whether it's in our office or over Zoom. We always make sure it's like, all right, to kick off, you got to set aside, like, one or two hours to yeah. sit down and really nut out what you guys need yeah and sometimes they come to us and it's like we just need a logo and then we have this session and they're like oh shit
1: we need a lot we more. need a <laughs> lot more
0: yeah and that's not like a that's not like a selling tool for us like we don't like i said like we don't want to we're not trying to sell them people shit don't that know they don't what need. they don't know yeah and that's it, right
1: it, yeah more educational like yeah when they start thinking about exactly where they need to apply the different things or what they're going to be doing in their business or mm-hmm. if marketing or advertising or whatever yeah soon realize they're
0: going to need yeah more than just just a simple
1: logo not a simple logo but just a logo
0: a logo yeah Yeah. that's right and yeah it always comes back to the client's needs and you know you don't want to sell them a logo which you know there's a lot of work that goes into getting a logo right
1: Mm. but yeah but what do they do with it but then what do you do with it yeah yeah they want a letterhead so they just plop it in the middle and just start writing so
0: so yeah it's trying to make it again just make it useful yeah and you know, then they get value. They yeah. get value for their money. Then
1: yeah, that's right. You, it's an actual tool that helps grow their business, not yeah. just something that's kind of done and yeah, disregarded or whatever. So yeah,
0: oh, we yeah. got this. Yeah, and then they hand it to someone else, and then it, they do something weird with it. Yeah, oh, and we then, put a
1: shadow on it because that's cool now.
0: <laughs> yes, and then like you know, three years down the track, they've got this a brand that just looks messy as hell.
1: Yeah, disjointed. And- yeah. And yeah. that's also confusing for the consumer as well when they're mm. looking at it. If it looks confused, you know, they're, the competitors, like a click or next door, you know, they're not far away. So if there's a little bit of sort of confusion, it's easy for them just to jump to something else that's going to be less confusing and yeah. know where they, you know, should be or whatever. So
0: Yeah. I mean, our work can be quite busy and crazy and fun mm. and <laughs> very energetic, but we do try and tone it back to quite simple elements as well
1: nice is there any particular industries you work with or prefer working with or i know i've seen a few i've seen a lot of your clients we did share a workspace i should say a few years ago and i guess some people might think oh if it's illustrative it's going to be more fun brands but that you've got a lot of corporate clients as well where it's a lot cleaner and yeah it's like
0: that so yeah we have done some corporate clients before but you know we try and steer clear of them really as well but if it is like more of a corporate client then we try and make it fun as well yeah. i think you know some of them are quite open to that i think that's
1: why they would come to you anyway in the first place i think place now like style.
0: yeah there's no mistaking what yeah. we do now yeah like we spent a lot of time on our website well i say we Bianca spent a lot of time on our <laughs> website and it looks incredible. I marvel at how rad our website is. Nice. <laughs> and, like, it's crazy because, it's like, it's my company. Yeah.
1: had a similar experience recently where you're seeing stuff and you're yeah. like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I wasn't really involved and yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And then this is a business. Like,
0: yeah that doesn't yeah. rely on me yeah it's a big moment because you know obviously a lot of tim and creative code stuff is like it's by my hand you yeah. know so it's good to sort of give up a bit of that control and to see like be just absolutely flourish in it as well yeah you know she's got background in web design so for her to like it was a real passion project for her. Plus uh, the majority of it was created like last year she was working remote from the snow. So we went through a period there where it was just like we had nothing but mural jobs but then she couldn't be on the mural jobs with me because she's down stuck down in New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. So it was like no worries, let's smash the website and, yeah, she killed it, absolutely killed it. Yeah. And now it's really, you know, just streamlined and – It's like the case studies on there are just awesome, insane. Yeah. We'll
1: put a link below or
0: wherever this is, people will be
1: able to access it. Yeah. And your socials as well because they're really cool. I like some of um, the ones where you do, I guess it's, I don't know what you'd call it. It's not a time lapse, but you go through from the, you show the sketches. Yeah. The process through to that final product, like you were saying earlier, how you sketch everything.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be, it'd actually be really funny for people to see some of the sketches in my (laughs) sketchbook. Yeah. I've got some shit that it looks like scribbles. And then I could sit there and it's like, yeah, that was that. Yeah. And that people just scratch their heads. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I actually didn't answer your question. About the industries, industries that we work in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're open to any industry, but the ones that we sort of end up kind of working in is like we do a fair bit in the hospitality industry. So, you know, branding for bars and yeah. restaurants and cafes and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then also we, so not only the branding, but we do like the, a lot of our murals are in like either retail spaces or like, you know, bars, breweries, distilleries, all that sort of stuff. Um, I've seen them
1: in Rabina and Pack Fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, so a lot of retail spaces as well. So we did a massive one up at Workwear Hub, which is out in Burley, which is a big sort of work online retailer, but they have a retail space at their factory. Yeah, And, yeah, it's a huge mural. It's probably one of my faves that I've done.
1: Yeah, I think you had that in your Instagram stories as you were doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a big one. Yeah, And that was kind of like right in the middle of, not long after COVID hit. Yeah. So that was a good one to get and, yeah, yeah. kicked um, things off. An event. Yeah. As
1: Cherie, who's the co-host here at Everything Small Business, loves her country and I'm uh, sure she's – was it the groundwater? Groundwater, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. so we did and that. And the
1: Broad Beach Blues?
0: Yes, So uh, we do a lot with all those guys. So we've got Blues on Broad Beach, Groundwater, Coolie Rocks On, and then there's a new – festival called springtime which was meant to be in september last year but got canned because of the old rona the old so rona. yeah we're literally just doing a little revamp on that to be released launching in a couple of weeks basically nice. the first announcement of artists and stuff will come out
1: yeah cool um, everything's getting back to normal yeah slowly
0: yeah yeah so that's super exciting because those ones are usually I mean, they kind of get their brand and then they just sort of have small master art updates every year and then every few years they'll do like a major brand change if needed. So, yeah. Yeah, so we've been doing lots of that sort of work, which is really cool. And then, yeah, so a lot in the event space. Now, obviously, the co-action project as well yeah. is an event. Again, gain another one that we all a kind of. Affected. I know. We've got these ones like, we just, oh, fuck, we just want to put these case studies out because they're so sick. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they didn't actually happen. Yeah. This year. This year. Yeah. This year. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, events, brands. So I we'll still do a lot of illustration stuff as well, like for garments, a little bit still in that the whole garment industry. So t shirt designs and stuff. But yeah, that's kind of like a more smaller.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I remember seeing of some business. shoes,
1: with some vans.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We did I like, did like it. I still partake in yeah. the old group art show every now and then as well. Yeah. Which is always fun just to mix it up a bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned a couple of things there, obviously having Bianca joining the team. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in five years, sounds like you've had quite a bit of growth and learning and bringing someone on board. I guess what challenges have you faced in that time that, I don't know, you learned from or?
0: Yeah. I think um, like everyone that sort of starts a business, they start, well, I suppose I started off chasing my passion and then quickly realized that. I need to make money and, <laughs> um, yes, and yeah, do all that stuff we talked about before, taxes and all that sort of gear. So I had to find out how to do that better and more efficiently. Yeah. I'm still not great at it. Like, yeah. And, you know,
1: that's, yeah, maybe sometimes bringing on bookkeeper or something, people that can yeah, do that. Yeah for you
0: yeah and i mean now i've got like good systems in place now so a good quoting and invoicing system and then so it's called we've got this system called stream time which is really good because we have basically we can raise a job put all the info in there and we can track the time within that job but then we can also quote and invoice through there and then it links to zero. Yeah. So, like, you know, the actual hardcore account. Yeah. I used
1: StreamTime. I a few years ago. I had a bit yeah. of a revamp, but um
0: Yeah, it has, yeah.
1: It went online. I think I was using it when you had to buy that file maker or something. Yeah. It was more database driven.
0: Yeah, it was really, yeah. That I was think a bit about, clunky. Yeah, yeah, I think about five years ago they like mm. flipped it yeah. on its head. I used and, it um,
1: briefly. Yeah. But it was awesome.
0: Yeah. So it's a, kind of like the same sort of you know workings in the back end but it's um cloud yeah cloud-based yeah so that's really good like we've found that's really good because then you know so we can assign one other jobs little thing and, then as well yeah
1: time tracking which yeah in creative sort of things time can just bloody disappear on you but mm-hmm. it's a business like any other and time yeah. is one of the things that you need to keep track of
0: yes spencer we do <laughs> but, but i don't i'm fucking hopeless <laughs> I'm the same. It's It's so good. It's It's hard. I'm really bad like that, yeah. B's really good. She keeps on top of it. And, you know, there's some projects where I'm like, that's fine. We don't need to track time for this. We know. Yeah. We know what we're going to do, you know, especially with mural stuff. Like I'll have some time in there for concept development, you know, that project management sort of stuff, organising. There's so much to organise when it comes to murals. Yeah, a lot
1: more there, isn't there? Like the type of surface you're painting on, yeah, how much paint you're going to need to be able to cover that sort of space. Yeah. Brushes. Weather access, uh, access. Yeah, like you
0: know, we do stuff with shopping centers. Things. Yeah, we've got like a job coming up with a shopping center, and they're like, "Oh, you have to work after hours." Like, oh, what time does the center close? Like nine o'clock at night. So we're going to be doing. So you want to make sure the hourly rate's like like
1: double? Yeah. So it's like, well, that's fine, but
0: we're going to have to charge more. Yeah, yeah, because it's like that. It's. I mean, you're going to
1: be too tired for the next day as well. So just working through the night is still going to impact on your daytimes
0: yeah that's right and like you know painting murals is like taxing on the body anyway yeah and let alone doing the night shift yeah yeah there's, there's all like so many things that you need to consider and like i still get it wrong i got one wrong before christmas whereas yeah i quoted it like six months before oh like, yeah that'll be right i was busy i just quoted it was that the big the big one at the school yeah. yeah i think i saw that yeah and that took like you know Two weeks more than what I thought it was going to take and a lot of pain and suffering. <laughs> and then, you know, it's you like. You've just got
1: to try and switch it off and just get it done. Get then it then done. You're like it's, just yeah. going to get it
0: done. Yeah, but just think like I gave myself heat stroke at one point because, yeah, it was the middle of summer, standing out in the sun, yeah. up in a lift for like 12 hours.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's I suppose that's where my work ethic comes in. Yeah. Sometimes I can be like floaty as hell and. Just sort of sit around the office, just da 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 da. But yeah. when it comes to the crunch time, it's like, all right, yeah, head down. Like, I just work a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, how yeah. did you
1: find bringing on a new team member? Yeah, not really like how did you find Bianca, but just the whole process of employing someone, and then that changes your role a little bit. Like now you, yeah. you know, you've got to look, kind of guide them and and not like instruct them and let go of things.
0: Yeah, I think letting go of things is a massive one. I'm, like, so stoked that I found Bianca. I think we, we work so well together. Yeah. Like, we bounce off each other really well. Like, yeah, she gets those shitty little scribbles that I do. Yeah. <laughs> Most people look at it, and Is go, your design what?
1: brief like it's that? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Like, on, like, the back of something else important. Yeah, I've yeah. drawn on it. Yeah.
1: yeah. I need that invoice back after you finish. Yeah. it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just take a photo of it. Yeah, I think, like, we work really well together and she's awesome. Like, she's changed the business and even just in our offerings and stuff like that, she's brought a more, a lot more sort of, I suppose, a lot more strategies and stuff to the business as well. Especially when it comes to branding, like she's across all that. Like in our discovery sessions, like she's awesome. Just that, like, that's
1: awesome. Like you yeah, know, I remember in the past, like trying to bring on people like you don't want to be the smartest person there like you want yeah them having input and bringing stuff into the business as well to yeah. make it more so it's great when that happens and you're yeah. not just there constantly still having to try and generate everything yourself
0: type yeah. Of thing. yeah exactly and she's so efficient yeah with just getting the stuff done the stuff that like it's funny like well i'll have like an illustration or something to do and I'll just fluff around for ages and then just like sit down there and like an hour or two done this massive illustration. And she's like, how the fuck did you do that so quick? But <laughs> you've
1: before, done all the work yeah, in your brain before. In my head, it's yeah. all happening in here. Yeah.
0: But then like, I'll say, oh, can you put this document together or like get this brand guide together? Yeah. And like, boom it'll be done and i'm like how the fuck did you do that so quick because i honestly sit there and just oh man that stuff takes me so long to do and yeah. it's so tedious and i'm like i can't do this i can't do this i've got to just yeah so in that aspect like yeah it's yeah. perfect so it's
1: good sounds like a good uh, synergy good team yeah
0: and you know like i just try and be super flexible super encouraging well, so, like yeah, a,
1: like working, you said, in the snow. So, yeah, so was that kind did, of a semi-holiday work?
0: I mean, that was kind of when we, when we first started. She's like, oh, you know, me and my partner are planning to go down to the snow for the season. Yeah. And I'm like, we'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's important. It's give and take, you know. Yeah. And, like, she's there, six, you know, 12 hours a day up in a boom lift in the boiling sun with yeah. me painting. But then, you know, also she's come from a business that was – like a real, like it was kind of one of those businesses where she was just churning, churning yeah. stuff out. So but she'd love
1: that freedom now, and that yeah, ability to create and
0: yeah, there's a lot more creativity. That and you know the business structure that we have is basically just project driven. So project by project, it's not. We don't have any retainer clients and stuff. Which how do
1: you find that
0: could be a bit harder for, I guess, planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's real hard. You but at keep the same.
1: Pipeline full,
0: yeah, yeah. It's really tricky. Like, especially when we've got you know a lot. Of, sometimes the mural projects come in like we need this now, yeah. or, it, or not just mural projects, but you know even the project we're doing right now, the branding one. It's like
1: we're launching, we got to go. <laughs> yeah But
0: then you might have a week long mural booked in. Yeah, so it's kind of a bit of juggling. And then you know we've just had a quarter which was like super slow. So yeah, it's a little bit feast or famine. Yeah, and yeah, and it can be really stressful instead of just going all right we've got five retainers the next six months we know what we're doing well yeah we, we've got our running costs covered yeah but then that's not the type of like is that the type of work i want to do i've actually talked to a friend of mine who runs a, another agency on the coast here and he's got a bunch of retainer clients and I've, you know, I've sat down with him for so many times like all right yeah how does retainer work and and he's like, why the fuck do you keep asking me this, man? Don't do it. If you don't have to do it, don't do it because you end up working for less because you can't charge as much because they, you know, there's no point for them going with a retainer.
1: Sometimes there's a bit of scope creep and yeah, something else gets introduced and yeah. you just buy a little bit each month and then yeah. six months later, it's kind of like a different beast to what the yeah. original yeah. scope or agreement or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then same sort of thing, like it'll be all the clients will want stuff all at the same time, so you've got to, you know, chop in and get it all done. But then we're just doing like like collateral for Black Friday sales and. Like it just ends up becoming quite Cyber monotonous, Monday, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, which you know it would be fine for like a junior designer or something like that to pump that stuff out. But
1: then you're taking on an expense, and well, not an expense, but you're taking on a cost, yeah, in order to deliver a retainer, which mm-hmm. might end up negating yourself They anyway, kind of just so.
0: yeah, they kind of just even themselves out, and then yeah. you're spending a lot of time managing. Yeah, so
1: you're you're the, less the, productive yourself. Yeah,
0: so we're yet to take on retainer stuff. Yeah. If we do, it'd have to be pretty cool client. Yeah, so like client wise, yeah, it's all very project driven that driven, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess talking about clients or businesses in general, why should businesses invest in design? Mm. Like why should businesses yeah, go out and get a full brand, I guess. Well, I guess it's, maybe rephrase the question. What are the benefits to small business in getting a brand done? What do you see as the benefits to small business in having like a professional brand as opposed to, like you mentioned earlier, like a design
0: pickle yeah. thing? It's like building the foundations, right? It's like, it's hard when you are starting a business. Like, you, cash flow poor right but i feel like you know when you're starting a business and you do invest in in branding like it sets the foundations to build on it also makes things easier like there's less stress because you know it's got to look like this like it's that's just one thing off your plate kind of thing yep because a lot of 15
1: hats that you wear yeah
0: exactly like it's kind of it's there it's set up it's like setting up your systems with you know accounting and yeah you know if you've got an online store it's like setting up all of the crm and the all that stuff yeah it's basically just another system that's going to work for you yeah yeah
1: i don't know if it's something that i just do but i do you tend to to judge a book by its cover yeah, in a way for sure like if you get a brochure or a business card or you, you rock up to a shop and you know it looks a bit dodgy or disjointed mm. you're probably gonna like already kind of questioning whether is this the right place yeah rather than someone you know a prospect rocking up to your business or receiving your card yeah and kind of getting an awesome first impression and knowing that they're in the right place like they're already feeling confident that you know whatever the business is or whatever yeah Yeah. especially events like you would not want to rock up an event and it kind of looks a bit dodgy or yeah the merchandise you know you don't want people don't want to wear it because it doesn't look right
0: yeah that's right like it gives you a sense of professionalism as well yeah when everything's looking right yeah when everything's a bit off. Yeah. <laughs> and a bit it does, different interest, across, it like a- Yeah. It's like it's being done by 20 different people. Yeah. You know, when you get a brand done and the assets created and handed over, and, you know, we create the guides or the templates and stuff, it can be done by 20 different people. Yeah. And it's nine yeah. times out of 10 going to look like the right brand. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the biggest thing is just yeah. just setting them up for success rather than...
1: We uh, had that, exactly what you have just said. So with the CoAction project branding that you did for us, I was able just to say to the social media manager, you know, can you do up some posts? Like here's the guidelines and mm-hmm. that's all the assets. And I didn't really have to worry about it you know, like that, they had some direction. There was a couple of things maybe might set afterwards, but yeah, small in comparison to having to write a a big brief and spend an hour or two kind of like having to give direction and stuff like that, which, you know, you just don't have. So it's much better. Like it is, it's a load off your mind just to be able to sort of hand that across to people. But also, yeah, the social and the PR person, you know, so you know everything's going to look consistent.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Mm. And like obviously, you know, when you hand this stuff over to someone to do, they do need a little bit of design skill, yeah. and a bit of a design mindset. But yeah. Canvas it's like. It's not the
1: answer to everything. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. teach you how to. Yeah. And the other thing I find interesting like, what would someone experience when they come to you? Like you were talking before about the discovery sessions and um, more illustrative and and creative. Like how do you, yeah, I guess what happens when someone comes to you? Like what's your process?
0: Yeah. More than likely it is hopefully an in-person discovery session. Yeah. Which isn't
1: always the case. So I remember you were doing a career or a shipping brand for like a company in the US. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The old Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Yeah. Zoom gets a bit of a workout. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's always like we try and do like... In person. If we can't do in person, if they're not local, then yeah. sometimes we go to them or we just Zoom. Yep. Yeah. And that's like we just get it. It's, you build like more of a rapport with person, which is a massive thing, I think, for us is that we actually build like quite solid relationships with our clients. Yeah. We get to know them pretty well because we're obviously creating stuff within their business. We try and do like a workshop.
1: It's also body language. It's sometimes the things that people don't say as opposed to what they do say yes or how they react to something that you say
0: mm-hmm. that
1: all those yeah. little
0: cues and a lot of it like you know bees is awesome at this it's, it's like ask them just like quite a broad question yeah and then just don't talk yeah. and let them go and like we've pulled out taglines like killer taglines from just the stuff that like they're just talking about their business yeah and then it's like they're like, oh, how good's that tagline? It's like, well, you actually said that. <laughs> yeah, you came up with it. Yeah. They're like, what? Yeah. No. like, Yeah, that's what you said in our meeting. We just, but we that just shows the value of that, that. though, yeah. to be
1: able to, to extract that. Because they would have, they, they were clearly, you know, they never were even aware that they'd said it or that they knew that they knew it. But being able to extract that from them, like, that's a, a great skill in itself.
0: Yeah. When you give people space just to talk about, Their business and what they want to do with it and you know you do like you got to kind of like set the mood as well yeah you know you don't you don't want it to be you know you want it to be pretty chill yeah you know more often than not we have snacks
1: and
0: (laughs) snack queen bees yeah (laughs) yeah so you know we try and make it nice and relaxed and keep it easy and fun a big thing about our our branding and our business in general is fun like you know the murals that we create are pretty bright and crazy and yeah yeah Fun man,
1: yeah, I love them. There's always like a kind of a I don't know what's the right word. It's not floral, but natural, like um, organic, maybe. Like yeah, there's always like that leaf or flowing kind yeah. of vibe in them, and, and that as well, which is great. Yeah, I can always pick them. Like when you see them,
0: yeah, you'll know. Yeah, like there's some that we've done that are like more on brand with. That's a whole nother thing. Is that even when we do murals, we make sure they're on brand. Yeah because we have that experience with brands so we know how to create something that looks like it's meant to be there yeah to fit but yeah like if i can i'll weave in some flowers and yeah yeah
1: but, uh, <laughs> birds the, yeah. Um, yeah yeah what was the was it the hollywood oh, night- way uh paradise point way there was i don't think it was a toilet block some council building i think oh, you had yeah like, yeah uh, yeah it's around it
0: up at hope island, hope yeah. island yeah it was a, a cormorant so you know that's the other thing like when we have those sort of location based murals we always do research about the, uh, local, yeah, right. the yeah. local like local area yeah so that was a little pied no a little black cormorant which is because where that actual block is, is like right near all the waterways throughout Hope Island and everything. Yeah. And basically like I was just driving and I'm like, oh, look, there's some cormorants. And then that became yeah. the main feature of the.
1: Yeah, which is perfect for uh, that area. area. Yeah. It just blends in.
0: Yeah. And we've just done literally around the corner, we just did a collaboration piece with a good friend of mine, Lisa Soraby Martin, and she's an Indigenous artist oh, in Yeah, the Torres Strait. Yeah, we both sort of went off and you know well firstly it's for a place called gold coast youth for you was
1: that the photo you had on in instagram where you were like you said something bad oh we're finally getting to work together yeah. and you were in the off oh, yeah okay yeah. yep
0: yeah yeah so we've been friends for like yeah back when i worked at potato press that's where i met her because we were doing some stuff for one of her other artworks yeah. and then because she does public art and all sorts of all sorts of things yeah so that's where we met and like we just yeah instant connection and we're always catching up and just be like we've got to work together what are we going to do together yeah so this one came up she got approached to do a mural within the space it's called gold coast youth foyer and essentially it's a like residence for like you know youth on the gold coast between 16 and 25 i think basically they're homeless they don't really have many options yeah of where to live so you know they've had it really tough and yeah this space is incredible they've got staff there that you know most of them studying or working like you know there's people there doing like high level engineering at Griffith Uni and you know medical science and like clever like good good kids that have just had a really shit time. Yeah. Yeah, so this is basically a space for them. They get their own unit, place to live, and they have wow. to be studying or working, and it just sets them up, you know, yeah. and then they end up, you know.
1: Sometimes it's they need. You need, isn't it? Yeah. Just that yeah. You might have had, yeah, some unlucky or shitty circumstances or whatever yeah. it was, you know, yeah. got you in the wrong spot. But just have that, yeah, helping hand or just that step up. Yeah. And create those opportunities. Yeah.
0: But, it, you know, it's in a good way. Like they're being set up to be independent. Yeah. It's not like a handout not either. Being assist- like if yeah, they, you know, they get a, like some certain assistance, if they're like car broke down, I got no money. Yeah. You know, they might get help from the guys there, but then they got to work. Yeah. To pay it off. So yeah. it's, it's
1: invaluable as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, it, it's like it's an amazing space. The staff there are just like, saints and you know the residents there are just incredible when you get to sort of sit down and talk to us yeah yeah like at their age and sort of what they've been through and what they've had to overcome it's like like inspiring yeah we basically were asked to do a mural within the space to kind of brighten up this outdoor area yeah, and, and Lisa and I got to finally work together, and but we sort of we went off and did research about the area and local fauna and flora, and we basically we came back with like the same shit. Yeah, <laughs> okay. so the you know the coastal banks banksias, the mangroves, and. They were the two sort of main elements that we used, and then also the stingray, which is the um, indigenous totem for the Ugan bear people. Okay, um, nice. and because it's like right, it's right down here. It's basically like a block or two from this Broadwater. Yeah, so we really wanted to have that sense of place. So that was kind of in our minds to use as elements and then you know those like the mangrove is a perfect example of like that tree is you know it's such a hardy tree it's obviously lives like in salt water but it holds the dunes together it acts as shelter for like juvenile marine animals and everything and then it drops their seed pods into the water that can then go float away and put down roots somewhere else. So yeah, we saw that as like a really good metaphor for what the foyer is. So we utilised that and with Lisa's sort of traditional drawings, the Torres Strait drawings with a lot of crosshatch and everything, it's just, yeah, turned out really awesome. then, But we did workshops with the residents as well. And Basically we asked them, you know, how does the living at the foyer make you feel? And like they came up with so much stuff, like so many cool sort of touch points that we could kind of then bring together and you know we gave them like pens and stuff like that so they actually drew a bunch of stuff and then at the end of the day we incorporated lisa's drawings of banksia mangrove and stingray with some of the drawings from the kids and then i sort of i brought in my like typography style that i yeah. is quite so i suppose significant to what i do yeah um and we came up with the phrase from the heart together we rise so the heart is like a really good representation of the foyer. And then, you know, together. So we wanted to bring bring. It's pretty in like, awesome. There's yeah. so
1: many different elements coming together and in that. Yeah. That, and yeah, no, so many elements coming together. Yeah.
0: Like cohesion. <laughs> Co- yeah, yeah, cohesive
1: way. It's not yeah. not wouldn't be disjointed, but and then there's so many stories for the youth that are sitting there to be able to see some of their yeah. drawings there as well. But yeah also everything to have meaning and reflective of things that they've told you guys yeah so not just you don't haven't just listened to them and then done what you want to do no though.
0: that's right and you know we you know even just the presentation that we gave to the staff at the foyer you know it, it explained everything yeah. and we in during the workshop like i had my wacom digital tablet there and i was literally writing down yeah. what they were saying so that's all been used and that was in our presentation and and, yeah, like they can go back and look at that and show them, it's like this is the process. Yeah. And that's why we have this. Yeah. And I think once that's explained, it's like, oh, yeah, of course. because well, you helps know, everyone so else many-
1: buy into the brand as well. Yeah. Different stakeholders or, or not just brand but the project. Or- the project, yeah. yeah.
0: It, it really, really encompasses what they're about. So, yeah, that was like a pretty – awesome project to be a part of and Bianca brought in her skills of discovery and doing those workshops and stuff like yeah. she was amazing throughout that process and and then you know she gets on the brushes as well so yeah and then you know we finally getting to me and Lisa getting to work together too which was amazing so you know we spent three days there painting this mural which ended up quite large so it was us three but then we had a bunch of the residents came out and helped us paint it and the staff and everything got involved and it was just like a really How cool is that? yeah it. You know, there was guys there because, you know, they're they're going through a lot. Yeah. And they, you know, they didn't want to get involved and it's like, that's sweet. But even just hanging out chatting to them, hearing their stories, like it was a really, really cool project. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to do shit like that if I was stuck doing (laughs) online ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, other repetitive work. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So, so I it think it creates that's, a lot of opportunity. Yeah, and um, you know, it's uh, and that's what it's all about. Because I, I I think I would go fucking crazy if I was doing repetitive retainer style well, that work. That sounds a really. lot more fulfilling.
1: Yeah, like for sure. Emotionally and and just creativity, creatively yeah. as well, and in line with what you want to do personally. So yeah, very yeah. satisfying.
0: You know, and building connections. Yeah, I think that's a massive thing for us in our business as well it's like just building connections not only with you know like with projects like this but Mm. even just our clients like we're invested in yeah their success as well
1: yeah as a small business owner as well like they're obviously invested in in their business so Mm. the brand and that that you create for them is kind of representing them and their business and you sounds like you're able to sort of extract things out of them which mean you know have meaning you know to incorporate into it As well as like targeting their audience or, you know, their target market or whatever, yeah, that side of it. But something that they can also be proud of. So, you know, when they're showing their business off or introducing or going out to find their clients, they feel good about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's a massive thing is like we want them to have ownership over it. Yeah. Yeah, similar to the mural that we just did. We want the residents, because they're going to see it every day. As a talking point. Yeah, we want them to have ownership over it because they were involved in the process. Yeah. Same with branding. Yeah. Like they were involved in that process. Like, yeah, those discovery sessions are like invaluable really because yeah. that's where all the gold comes out and that's mm-hmm. where the direction basically comes from.
1: And that's when the business is going to have a deeper connection to that brand as well instead of just mm-hmm. getting like some coloured font and they're like, okay, this is what I use. Yeah you know, it has meaning, which yeah. can help them in different ways. Like if they're not maybe an outgoing person and they're going to mm-hmm. a networking event, it's almost a bit of a talking point or, yeah. you know, it helps them sort of be able to do stuff as well. So Yeah.
0: It awesome. gives them a more of a connection to their business too.
1: Yeah. Where do you want to take Toolman Creative now? What's the future hold?
0: That's a very good question, Spence. <laughs> I haven't really thought too hard about that. <laughs> At the moment, like, I think we're in a pretty sweet spot. Like the experience we just had with this project this mural project was really cool yeah so possibly doing a little bit more of that type of work where it's more collaborative pieces that i suppose have a bit more of a cause behind it yeah but you know we still love branding so i think we'll just definitely stick with building brands with pixels and paint i think that's yeah. a really
1: i love that each time you've said it, still awesome
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's definitely our hero tagline now yeah we actually got it onto our t-shirts that we paint in as well
1: yeah yeah okay, th- it just sums it up so well yeah it just covers it
0: yeah and i think we just want to continue doing that you know looking forward to like having a couple of these festivals and stuff being launched i think we're really looking forward to that yeah you know the springtime one's going to be amazing because there's going to be banners all up throughout yeah. the gold coast there's going to be stages we're going to because we do all the graphics for like the stage banners yeah all of the directional signage all that sort of stuff it's all going to have that brand on it yeah i think that's going to be awesome to see actually out there yeah which i think was why i was so bummed that it didn't go ahead last year yeah <clears throat> so we just want to get all the shots and immerse ourselves in it yeah yeah,
1: I guess when we're back to normal and we're getting these festivals and mm. able to get your artwork out more often, that reflects positively with the business, like as far as inquiring and generating more business. Yeah, and I, then when when it's been quiet and these you know co action didn't go ahead, so that yeah. kind of branding gets seen in the, this festival and that kind of maybe impacts a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like you know, it's been a pretty slow quarter, which was strange. Like we yeah. kind of came off the back of December mm. into January, we still had a couple of projects rolling over, and then it was like, where is everyone? Yeah, hello. <laughs> and I think that's the thing with us is like we don't have like yeah. we've never even really had to do marketing yeah I think like it is it is more of the I mean murals are awesome because they're basically a billboard for yourself yeah so I sign it with you know Tillman Creative Co or if it's just been all me then I'll just yeah sign it with Kyle Tillman or something so it's like a big business card for you yeah (laughs) people see and it sort of gets that traction but with the branding stuff yeah it's something too you can sort of release it and show people and yeah and then the events happen yeah that it does sort of get a bit more traction. So yeah, you're probably right. Like,
1: but and even I guess you've done quite a few events like speaking events as well i think was it like typism and and things we went down to melbourne was it or sydney we've done over the place
0: yeah did one in canberra and then did the one up here on the coast and the design conference in brisbane i've done a bunch of stuff with those guys whether it's like the work uh the workshops and breakout sessions with digital illustration and
1: what maybe made you invest more in your website or is that something you always sort of wanted to do
0: i enjoy sharing the story and i like yeah like i suppose like I, I enjoy putting together like a really cool talk, Case, yeah. talk oh, yeah talk with like fun stuff on the screen behind me like yeah. i suppose a I've bit of actually that and tried t-
1: to find that video the introduction <laughs> one it's, it's <laughs> not on the internet no. it's not on the internet i've
0: looked <laughs> a few times <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a funny one that's just one for the people that come see me live yeah so like I'd probably like enjoy the entertainment factor of it yeah, and inspiring people. Like, I, yeah, I love inspiring people and, you know, I've always enjoyed teaching as well, like, you know, doing yeah. the workshops and stuff, but it's just they are a lot of work and it's, yeah, I'd probably just get too busy doing all the other things. Yeah. If I get asked to speak somewhere, I'll be like, yeah, shit yeah. Yeah, like, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? Like yeah, chit yeah
1: <laughs>
0: like Yeah, like I do, I do love doing that stuff, and I'll make yeah. time for it. But it's yeah, yeah I think it's
1: good. I've learned we've known each other a little while, and I've learned things today that I didn't know. So
0: well, there you go. That's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I do like sharing the story, and you know, hopefully, that's just a bit of a inspiration for people to go out and do it themselves. And I like, and you know, what
1: advice would you have for people thinking about starting up now? Yeah, maybe. Like I guess specifically creatives. Actually yeah. probably any business. I think there's so many everything's very similar. It's just different yeah. offering, I think, at times, but
0: advice would be, I don't know, for me personally, because obviously like this is like a business podcast. Yeah. But I'm like a shit businessman. But what I do have (laughs) is tenacity and I follow my dreams, I suppose. I'm a good manifester. Not that I sit down and write out what I want, but I'm always thinking. You know, those times when I'm just sitting there doing fuck all at work, I'm thinking. Yeah. And then because I'm constantly thinking about that sort of stuff that I want to do, it eventuates. Yeah. I mean... It's but not, it's like it's not a the goal, though, Like
1: If you know where you want to go, then even subconsciously your actions are going to be kind of making sure you're heading that way yeah. or if an opportunity arises in that space, it's yeah. kind of you're going to be more aware
0: of it or you're going to see it. Yeah, it's more of a, a mindset thing. I think like I'm a, probably like too much of an optimist a lot of the time where I was like, nah, she'll be right, she'll be sweet. Yeah, You know, like that project at Christmas that took me two weeks extra. Because yeah. I'd be like, nah, she'll be sweet. Yeah, She was not sweet. No, but you know that's helped me way more than it's hindered me. Yeah, is just like yeah, I can do that, and yeah, I'll get it done. And I think that's the tenacity and the yeah, like, and you can see, it. I suppose, if, a lot of visualizing because I am like creative person. I can visualize things quite easily. Yeah, articulating them into words or if I had to write an email about what I wanted to do, it's a lot harder. Uh, but what's inside my brain is simple to me. Yeah, you know, and like yeah. Yeah, if someone asked me to write, put together an Excel spreadsheet, I'd just be like, "What the fuck?" And, yeah, I'm not. I then, don't
1: like enjoy that.
0: At all. <laughs> but then they asked me to paint a humongous mural. I'm like, "Yeah, easy." Yeah,
1: um, I agree. Like, yeah, we have sort of um, spoke about it, but it's like your why. Like, yeah. if your why you're doing it is not strong enough, you're just not going to want to get out of bed sometimes. And yeah. you do, you need that tenacity because sometimes shit, things don't go well. Yeah, you know, and so you, but you can't just stop no. you gotta keep pushing and if you're wise strong and like you're following your dreams or you have your you of where you want to go like it's easier to, to kind of get through those shittier times
0: yeah yeah so i suppose advice because i'm like really good at waffling on and going around the subject <laughs> <laughs> advice thinking of politics yeah yeah <laughs> yeah learn business yeah, actually, be, it, speaking of politics, it's coming up to election time. People are starting to put out those, like, the core flutes on the side of the road and stuff. I really fucking want to do one which is, like, me, a photo of me with my thumbs up or something. <laughs> <laughs> just like Imagine you got voted in. And, like, yeah, and just, like, mate, because one of our other slogans is make the logo bigger, yeah. but then bigger is crossed out and better. Yeah. And, but, like, that could be, like, my slogan. Yeah. And <laughs> just vote one, <laughs> to <I'm> creative code. <laughs> Uh, I really that. want to do that and just like, like pick at them in Put them around like up, yeah. next to all the other ones. Yeah. Anyway. Be uh, interested to <laughs> see how many
1: um, ballot papers come back with Tillman Creative oh, written on the bottom the and ticked. T-
0: that would be the best. <laughs>
1: That's that.
0: That's the aim. I'll probably get a fine or something. You asked
1: Clive Palmer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, Former I don't, coalition, uh, Tillman uh, Creative. Yeah. I don't have his marketing budget spend. Yeah. I, don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us do. <laughs> I don't think anyone
1: does. Yeah. So, advice. We're advice, Advice. Yeah. For, for someone thinking of starting a, going out,
0: starting business. Yeah. Well, first, like, you've got to do the work. Like, I think that's a massive thing Yeah. is that, you know, I think, like, we ran through a little bit about where I started and, you know, it was I was basically 16 years in the industry before, yeah, before I even you. Yeah. started. Yeah. So, you've got to do the work and you've got to gain experience and along the way, like, make connections. Yeah. Because uh, that's a massive thing, you know. Yeah, but your network yeah for me that comes naturally like yeah. it, that's a really easy thing for me it's not always the easiest thing for people so, but connecting with people is like mass, like really easy for me so i think throughout the years i've been able to connect with great people and then you know majority of our work is always like word of mouth references and yeah. and then the website so yeah you got to do the work enjoy the process that's a big one yeah because like to get to like sometimes creative and stuff happens real easy it just happens but sometimes it's a process you got to go through the shit before you can
1: find the gold. stand
0: back and look at it and go right I've just done all that work which can some people can see as like a waste of time but I see as like that's the process that we wouldn't be at this final result if we didn't do all of that work in like beforehand yeah so you got to enjoy that process and you know that can be. Doing the shit stuff that you don't want to do. Yeah, you know, do the work and enjoy the process. Kind of overlap quite yep. a bit. Yep. So and
1: yeah,
0: and then in the middle is like have fun. Have fun. Yeah. 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 I think that's and learn tax. Yeah. Put tax away. Oh man, put tax away, please, everyone. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a pain in my ass. Yeah. No, it's not. It's um, we're all good nowadays. But yeah, that was like, but it's it's part of the process. Yeah. And
1: you, you exactly you don't get to hear without going through there. That's yeah. one thing we say: like lessons learned, lessons shared. So
0: yeah, that's exactly a, that,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, awesome. one more thing. Yes, like especially for creatives, show the work that you want to do. So you know, if you're a designer, if you're an illustrator, do the type of illustrations that you want to be doing as yeah. as work like, you know, whether it's socials or website and everything like that. Like you've got to show the type of work that you want to do because that's the type of work that people see and that's what they hire you for. So yeah. that's a big one. And then,
1: yeah, you're going to develop your style. Yeah. And then that's what, yeah, people are going to, some people might want that style for particular things.
0: So yeah. People will be drawn to you. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing we talked about a little bit off air before, but fuck niching down. <laughs> like... <laughs> Be diverse, be reactive, be like just yeah, I don't understand niching down. Yeah. You know, that's like like who the hell would have thought, right, why don't you start a creative business that do digital branding and paint murals? Like yeah. who would have thought
1: that, no, there's different yeah, that would work? Yeah. But it does. So they go yeah, they, it's funny, but they do go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand. There's yeah. plenty of
0: times where we've done branding suite for like a venue or something. Yeah. And murals. Yeah. Like even like the festivals, I think we'll be doing like yeah. Some sort of mural component as yeah. well. So yeah, and like try and find a way of combining what you love. Yeah, that makes a big it more thing.
1: interesting. At least you, yeah. you're constantly learning and evolving, yeah. not just drawing pictures of birds forever or yeah. or something. Oh or, yeah, you know, yeah, clothing or you know, just doing logos
0: on jeans and yeah. that, that's
1: your niche. And-
0: like, if I was niched niche into something, even if it were, like, I love drawing skulls, but even if my job was to draw skulls all day, I'd you'd go fucking want, insane.
1: And you'd end up not enjoying yeah. drawing skulls, which you do enjoy drawing.
0: Yeah. Plus, there's only so many people that want skulls drawn. Yeah. Like, if I'm only drawing skulls, and these people over here want birds, Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm a skull drawer. Yeah. you like the opportunity. Don't cut yourself out from opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and honestly, it's part of enjoying the process. Like I've taken on shit that I have no idea how to do it. Yeah. But I've taken it on because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Sweet. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. No worries. Yeah. And you do it and you learn and then next time you do it better. Yeah. But, you know, if you niche down, I don't know. I've
1: always struggled with it. Yeah. I know everyone says it and it's just, I, I haven't done it, but I've struggled with it.
0: Yeah. I think it's just limiting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't get as many opportunities. But then it, it comes down to personality as well. Yeah. Like for me, I, I, like some people love yeah like repetition and yeah. <laughs> knowing that they're going to get paid, I suppose.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the consistency of something. <laughs> yeah. Rather than, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Consistency and security. But, yeah, as much to my, probably to my wife's, <laughs> Dismay <laughs> is that yeah I like uh, variety and you know yeah <laughs> living on the edge man <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's the fun of small business
1: though at times that's it you know you might not have some of that security you definitely have a lot more opportunity, flexibility and I wouldn't say definitely have more but you know you have the opportunity, have more opportunity, more flexibility. Yeah. You've got the ability to weave the fun into it and to follow Mm. things that you enjoy doing so.
0: Yeah and I feel like There's less of a separation between your work life and who you are. Like I think you put more into your own business because it becomes Well, yeah.
1: We've spoke about this a little bit before, but yeah, it's hard for someone to start a small business and then just treat it like nine to five and switch off. Yeah. Like it end up it does become part of your your life. Like it is what you do and and everything. So yeah, you gotta make this so and definitely start something you enjoy.
0: Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like there's days where I I had a fucking <laughs> wish I had a nine to five. I think we we'll have those days. Yeah, yeah. But but then there's other days and opportunities and yeah projects I get to work on which I'm like fucking hell. Look at wouldn't look have look had where that opportunity. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny. I'm watching this TV show at the moment called Severance. I don't know if you've heard about it. No. Basically, <laughs> it's amazing. It's, a, it's an awesome show. But it's like they make the choice to get this chip implanted in their head that when they walk into work. They have no memory of being at work. And then when you're at work... So
1: they don't steal your IP or something? Yeah,
0: like like it's 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 pretty wild. It's pretty crazy. But it's like it's got like Christopher Walken in it and I think it's written by Ben Stiller. Okay. But it's awesome, like Patricia Arquette's in it. Yeah, it's like it's really good, but it's crazy. So, yeah, they walk into work. They have no memory of who they are outside of work and then vice versa. But then it's like the people inside work... They get in the elevator and then it's like they just turn around and come back into work because they have, have no memory of what has happened. So they time has wow, passed.
1: But, so like schizophrenic. So like there's two personalities. Two
0: personalities, yeah. Wow. So I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> you know, I suppose that doesn't happen when you own your own business. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you are your work and your work is you. Yeah, that's right. It's intertwined. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd be sitting at home at like 11 o'clock at night and go, shit yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i've got to get up early got to go to bed yeah Or i've got to finish this deadline all right so i'll go to that sleep tomorrow two.
0: yeah you're planning a day yeah next day
1: yeah Yeah. thanks cole yeah that's been awesome thanks i for think having there's me. a lot there that people can get value yeah. from for sure especially in the branding i don't i don't really enjoy learning or hear about the process because i don't think people i I don't sometimes if small business or people haven't gone through that process they don't know what they're missing out on or you know they don't know what they don't know Mm. and it is so important i think for a business to have like a really quality brand that sets them apart makes it easy for their prospects or customers to know who they are you know like they're in the right place and there's no disjointed confusion or whatever yeah like it's an investment yeah it's part of an asset of their business yeah so awesome thanks for coming on
0: no worries man thanks for having me it was good fun
1: well that's everything small business for today thank you for listening if you enjoy our show please rate and review us in your favorite podcast app and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode if you know someone who needs to hear this episode please share it with them or share it on your socials and tag us as we believe lessons learned should be lessons shared until next time this is everything small business